What is going on? Welcome back. Saturday afternoon here in New York City. What's going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. This is America Unplugged. Every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern, you know the deal right here on Rockfin, AmericaUnplugged.com and AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com. You know where to find it, anywhere you can find the finest of podcasts. And, of course, live right here with you every week. we got the usual suspects here today. Well, just one of them. Shouts to Tone. Tone will be back. And I got new people to introduce you to. And, of course, you guys know Chris Graves. We'll get to him in just a sec. But before we do that, the legendary Don Jeffries. What's going on, sir? Say what's up to your people. Well, hello, people. It's always fun to do. So, Tony not here today, so we had to get three people, I guess, to fill his shoes. So, nice. you guys do a good job, and uh, we're certainly missing miss him. Uh, lots to talk about. Lots of madness. Getting ready for the fireworks of July Fourth. So, we'll celebrate uh, Independence Day, even though our government doesn't believe in independence anymore. But uh, we'll celebrate. We'll just set off some fireworks, eat hot dogs, and hamburgers. That's what we do, right? <laughs> uh, artificial hot dogs and and uh, and hamburgers. Right. By right. The way. To be clear, all right, I got my boys with me. If if you've been, if you know anything about what I do and, and for how long I've done it, you know these guys. And if you don't, uh, we're about to introduce you, uh, the Iron Realm Media, my, my my guys from way back in the day, and and they're still here because they refuse to leave, and I refuse to let them go. Mr. Josh, Corey, and Walt Johnson, the Iron Realm Media, the Ironworks on TFR. They're gonna tell you everything what they do. Uh, Josh, say what's up. We do. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's such an honor to be here amongst this esteemed panel. You guys are freaking legends. It's a great honor to be here. It's great to meet you guys. And I'm really looking forward to this great conversation. But yeah, we've. Uh, you can find us. We do three shows a week, Tuesday and Friday mornings from 4 a.m. Central to 6 a.m. And then we do one more on Friday evening just to round out the week from 5.30 Central-ish till whenever, 8.39. So whenever. Whenever. Literally, whenever they feel. Literally, Josh, Josh is uh, is uh, helping out along with Walt and um, <clears throat> Mr. Wayne McCroy, our our station managers over at uh, FreeWorld.fm, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you so much for your your help. Okay, Mr. Walt Johnson, what's going on, sir? How you doing? Say what's up to the people. Doing good. Looking forward to this upcoming celebration of our mm -hmm. end of. Independence? <laughs> they're letting us, I guess. So if they're gonna let us, I'm gonna go for it. Right, right. We gotta have that the 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 artificial burgers, man. We, I know Chris Graves. We're gonna have some talking about that fake meat. <laughs> we, me and Chris Graves are gonna get together and have some artificial burgers. I mean, there's gonna be nothing natural at our cookout. Not one thing. We're gonna have Kool Aid, and you know that's not natural. And it's gonna be with tap water. <laughs> And we're gonna get the you know the lab grown hot dogs and the lab grown uh uh make sure you use the E. coli PC sweetener, whatever All you do. All of that, we wouldn't have it any other way. Mr. Chris Graves, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up, people? It's a pleasure to be here, and I'll be uh I'll be celebrating the annual uh uh anniversary well, annual anniversary. I went to public school, sorry. I'll be celebrating <laughs> the release of Jaws. That's mm. what I do every July 4th. Really? Yeah. That was new. This news to me. I didn't know that that was a thing. That's awesome. Well, that's yeah. what I do. I mean, it's like a Halloween. Yeah, cool. Kind of like Halloween, you know, because it's always uh, July 4th at, at Amity, you know. So right. that's how I, because like Donald said, um, I don't know, you know, when it comes to independence, uh, I don't know. I'd rather celebrate Jaws, to be honest. <laughs> no, hey, listen, like I think Don will remember, but at one point, 
they gave a Twilight Zone marathon on the Fourth of July. Yes, yeah, it was the Fourth of July and New Year's Eve, and 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 now they yeah. cut it out. And I don't know what to do myself on the with myself on the Fourth of July. Yeah. Typically, I'm gone. I'm not in New York, but this year, the cards uh, aren't aren't uh, aren't that. All right, so I'll be here somewhere trying to figure out something to do. I watch some Jaws, <laughs> even the fourth one. May as well. I did see. I saw the fourth one in the theater when I was a kid. Yeah, wow. I think I remember that. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court and what they did or didn't do. Do you like it or not? I don't know. Everybody's all over the place with it. But I do want to talk about lab-grown meat. We've been talking about it this entire time. There's an Israeli company. Hold on for a second. Oh, and we're going to talk about RFK Jr. There's an Israeli company called Future Meat Technology. You think they just came up with this? Or, or, or they've been doing this forever, right? Like since 1985, it's been future meat technologies. And just now they came up with a product that's out in the market and has been approved for your consumption, ladies and gents. Um, listen, this is going to be a thing. You know, it's not going to be. It is a thing. This, this company claims to be able to pump out 5,000 hamburgers per day. You know, and they're going to try to solve hunger with this. Or maybe not. Maybe it's more capitalism, right? And And... They'll hoard even the artificial stuff, right? Even though they can create it at the drop of a dime. They'll just hoard it and won't give it to anybody. But, I mean, do you really want this stuff, right? Is this something you want to eat? I will tell you this off the bat, and then I'm, sh I'm sharing it with the panel. If I come to your barbecue and you feed me um, genetically modified, not genetically modified because everything is genetically modified, but if you feed me lab-grown meat and you don't tell me about it, I will take that as a personal offense. Okay, you, you you need to. What's up, Josh? Where, where, where are you going? Is this like a trans thing? <laughs> hey, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, I mean, not really, trans but you know meat. what I mean, right? Like, if, if full if disclosure, home, right? If you, if you go home with somebody, you should at least know what 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 they're packing, right? And you be be upfront with it, right? So be upfront with this lab meat and tell me, hey, listen, this is lab meat you're eating. Right, because if I find out after the fact, I'm gonna be really pissed off. I'm just saying, Don, what are you thinking about this? Lab meat is gonna be a thing. It's going to be in your supermarkets for consumption. I think people will gravitate towards it because it's 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 you know the thing, the trendy thing, right? So it's gonna be cool to get this lab-grown meat. Uh, but I do think there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna push back. So let's let's see what's up. What are you thinking, Don? Well, if it's like GMO products, I mean, remember, uh, people, we, there were campaigns to try to get simply to be, have them labeled. And if you remember in California, you had a <laughs> you had a proposition that actually lost on the ballot. <laughs> people actually voted against labeling GMO products. So I don't know, man, this kind I said, you don't need much vote fraud anymore. People don't realize how much this country has changed and how stupid it is. So uh, there, there's I, I think if you put that up for like a national referendum, my guess is that the people would like to have, uh, you know, fake meat. I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't have much confidence in them anymore. But certainly, it's a, obviously an awful idea. But so are GMO products, and it's one of the many things that the demonize uh, Vladimir Putin did. He banned GMO products from Russia a long time ago. Just, just saying. Right there, you go. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's not going to happen here. We're going to openly roll it out, and Joe Biden is going to say it's the greatest thing ever and that it <laughs> helped him with his with his cognitive function, you know, and all that. And, and people are going to believe it. Mm -hmm. Mr. Josh Corey, what are you thinking about this lab grown meat? Are you going to consume it? Are you going to buy it? Are you going to promote it? You know, what are you going to do? You know, I don't, I'm probably not going to promote it. The chances <laughs> of me consuming it are probably pretty high. Mm. I mean, when you consider what it would take. Yeah. I mean, this is probably going to happen here in America. I oh, mean, absolutely. we're not going to get shipments of it by the boatload over from Israel. But, yeah. I mean, we were going to have this in America. But you'd have to start to repurpose some of these outdated and useless, like, meat processing plants. And the only really good way to do that in a fiscally responsible way would be burn them all down, collect the insurance money, then repurpose them mm. for these fake meat plants. Mm. So... If we start seeing maybe a sudden rash of meat processing plants going up in flames, maybe then we should start to be worried about the fake meat coming this way. Well, you don't think that's happening, right? I, I don't see any evidence of that around the United States of, of you know, food plants just spontaneously blowing up or <laughs> yeah. planes running into them. I, I don't see anything like that. Uh, Walt, what's up? What are you thinking? Looking for the mute. Okay, I found it. Sorry, I'm still <laughs> learning this app. So, um, 
doing some history, I've been looking into the, like the idea of the hidden history that we all uh, have been fed, and uh, a lot of things point to the 1800s as being an important time period when a lot of things either changed, were reclaimed. Uh, looking to some of the Tartaria mud flood history stuff, like 1800s are important. Interestingly enough, cultured meat was first mentioned in 1887 with a science fiction novel titled Off Zwee Planetin, which was, uh, it doesn't give me the author here, but that was another novel through the 19th century mentioned it. And then in 31, Winston Churchill himself said, we shall escape the absurdity of growing a whole chicken in order to eat the breast or mm -hmm. wing by growing these parts separately under a suitable medium. Synthetic food will, of course, be used in the future. If they were telling us about it in 31, they'd been probably doing it for 50 years before that, is my guess. I think you're right. I mean, uh, I think uh, they've been doing it for quite some time. But listen, man, um, I think what Josh says is something to take into account. This is going to be unavoidable for people here in the United States at one point. And I, I mean, all jokes aside, it's, it's going to be, un I think they're going to try attempt even they're already doing it so i don't think they're gonna uh try they're 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 already trying right to to demonize anyone want to guess who the first people that gave it a shot actually were who tell me according to this story here in 98 national aeronautics and space <laughs> administration made the first attempt to grow goldfish meat mm. within a laboratory as part of its research into food production <laughs> through space I think they were just being coy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember an episode of the Twilight Zone that was dope, Don. I don't, I don't remember the title, of course, but um, there was a a, a bubbled city, like a, a hidden city, off off to uh, like uh, on the off roads of some town, and nobody can see it. And once you got in there, you couldn't get back out. Oh yes, they, yeah. They had everything, right? They yeah. they had you know houses, like and 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 food that would just pop out of nowhere. And I always thought that was pretty cool. Right, but I, I don't know if we're really headed in that direction. I'm going to throw it back at you, Don, for comment on that, but I'm going to go to Chris Graves first. What's up, Chris? No, the whole thing just makes me think of soy and green, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Like, sure. uh, is this going to be people? <laughs> is that how they're going <laughs> to take care of global <clears throat> population as well? But uh, on a on a less disgusting note, actually, no. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but there were reports a, a long time ago about McDonald's uh, growing meat in a yeah. lab. Do you guys yeah. remember that at all? I remember a whole thing indeed. about chicken nuggets being artificial. Well, I know that, like silicone being in, in them or something, but I actually remember there were reports that they were going to grow uh, actual meat in a lab and use that. For yeah, their beef. I do remember that, and I also remember the urban legend that KFC had to change their name because they no longer were serving us actual chicken. I remember <laughs> As well, I remember that. I remember this just that. reminds me of all of that, which wasn't that long ago. I don't think, maybe twenty years ago, I read that. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that long ago, actually. I I remember now that you mention it. Hey, cat. Um, I put my my Twitter handle in the chat. Uh, it says that Don sends it sent it, but every time I send something, it says Don sends sends it for some reason. So it's there. Uh, so if you so choose to follow me, there you go. Um, yeah. So ultimately, Don, and I, I want to I want everybody's thoughts on this and then we're going to move on to, to RFK. And I want to talk about the Supreme Court also. But um, could there be a good way to do this? Like in the Twilight Zone, it was like like a utopia. You couldn't leave that utopia for fear that people would yeah. find out and come invade the utopia. And I get that. But, <laughs> but it was a utopia nonetheless. Right. So, yeah. so if we can spontaneously produce food for starving nations or starving people anywhere here in the United States or, or wherever they may be and give them clean water out the blue. It sounds fantastic. Do you think it's possible? <laughs> well, again, it's, it's who, it's just like AI or anything else. It's, it's who's, uh, who's doing the programming, who's running things. Right. And if the same people are doing it, uh, yeah, I mean, and you know that they're doing nefarious stuff all the time. They're constantly committing crimes and conspiracies. That's what they do. They don't know any other way to do things. So highly, just like, you know, whether it's a vaccine or something, they're pushing something on you. It's not for your own good. They're not trying to help you. Right. you know, they, they don't have a history of, of uh, doing that at all. But what they may use, if you're going to have artificial meat, because they, the price of meat has skyrocketed so much, 
Mm -hmm. uh, they're eventually going to make it so that it's going to be a white privilege thing. I mean, you know, nobody's going to be able to afford it except very wealthy people. Wow. And uh, so if it, if it keeps going, I mean, at some point, you know, I, I don't know, you 70 some percent of people living paycheck to paycheck. I, I don't know how you can, you know, it's like things like uh, caviar were in the past or something. It's not like they, they've done this things before more obscure items like caviar or lobster, things like that, that only wealthy people can eat because nobody else can afford it. Uh, but it, it may be that way for hamburgers and uh, hot dogs and, you know, uh, whatever, uh, roast beef or whatever kind of fake meat they come up with. But then they may it may be looked at, and especially if it's promoted by celebrities, promoted by the media, which it will be. Yeah. And so this is, this is, you know, you buy this meat, it tastes the same. They'll have some stupid celebrity saying, tastes great. You know, it's got less calories or something. And, uh, you know, you could buy it for one-tenth the cost. You know, why should you spend? So that I, I can see them going that way, but I, I don't know. Whatever they do, you know, it's not for the good of anybody. And, uh, you know, it's it's those those kind of utopian things never seem to work out. I mean, we saw it to serve man, uh, you know, they, they look, those aliens seem pretty cool too. <laughs> they're feeding us so much man <laughs> eat you need we, to eat you know we wouldn't want you to lose any weight exactly so i mean i, so I think you question anything that these people do because they don't i don't think they have any it's it's yeah they're satanically inspired at the top i think so i don't think you can expect any good things from satan right no, isn't I, it I, interesting don uh chris josh billy ray how the utopia they keep pushing at us and all these media presentations, not the one we're seeking. The one they're pushing on us is always us being as lazy as fuck. You're good. You're good. You're good. You know, no work, no pursuits, no needs. Everything's met. You have just, you're a, you're a blob sitting there consuming the screen in front of you. Look at Wally, the little ship full of fat, People in their little float chairs. Yeah, right, yes. right, right. That's what yeah. they want us to be: is right. mindless little blobs just eating whatever they throw our way, thinking whatever they want us to think. You know, it's. I think it's very telling that that's what they keep pushing, and that's not what we're seeking. You know, none of us on this panel, I don't think, want to just sit around and blob out. I could be wrong, but I don't. I don't. There is an appeal to it for a little bit, okay? Like <laughs> I could take a year off and sit and blob out, right? But then afterwards, I may have to do something. To that point, and I'm going to Josh and I'm going to, to, to uh, Chris and, and we're moving on. But to that point, this man right here, Mr. Corey, said something to me one time live on air that I will never, ever forget. And we were talking about all this stuff. And, and uh, you know, I told them, you know, what are we going to do? They're going to put us on a, on a universal basic income. Right. And, and we're not going to have to do anything. And Josh <laughs> was like, good. He's like, good riddance. You know, he's like, then we'll actually be able to do productive stuff, like meditate, you know, and figure out like what he's, he went on a whole thing. And I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe this is the way, right? They, they think we're going to be blobs and the majority of us are going to be blobs, but there will be that small portion of us that won't. And by day three, we'll be levitating somewhere. <laughs> maybe that's the deal but uh, all jokes aside uh, uh what josh said always stayed in my mind because I, I i never looked at it in that manner he's like let them let them do all of this let them take over these meaning meaningless jobs that nobody cares about anyway let them take it we'll figure something else out and he's absolutely right all right um josh give me your thoughts and then i'm going to chris cowboys aren't necessarily a meaningless job but are not one of those jobs i want to see go away but they are absolutely pricing us out of beef like I've, I've not been able to buy roast beef for a good sandwich to take for my lunch for work in months they don't really carry it at the grocery store because the grocery store can't afford to put it in stock it's just too expensive and that's right now today for the last six months yeah i Damn. think people are going to be begging for alternatives yeah. i resent the fact that they refer to it as meat I mean, call it whatever you want, but don't try to trick me. Don't tell mm. me you're making hamburgers. It's not a hamburger. I know what a hamburger is. <laughs> if you throw it in the lab, call it something. It's, it's mush meat. It's, it's, it's something other than a hamburger because a hamburger comes from a cow, but whatever. Right. Well, what if it's a, a, a lab-grown cow? I mean, I guess I'm okay with that. If you're like growing, if you're like in 
growing it in the petri dish and then you create a little calf and then you start <laughs> feeding that calf milk and then you raise that calf on some nice grass-fed beef and you want to take that full-grown cow but once it comes of age and you take it off to slaughter and you give it a nice humane death and you can carve it up and share it with your friends because who in the hell is going to eat a whole fucking cow and you can just share the wealth yeah let's hit let's do a lab-grown cow let's give everybody every yard should have a lab-grown cow in it <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, what's up, buddy? I'll just have a salad. I'm just fine. A salad? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> they don't need to make that in the lab yet, I don't think. <laughs> I know, the whole thing, the whole thing sounds disgusting. It sounds like something on Nickelodeon, like a game show, like the you know the slime and stuff. That just yeah, yeah. doesn't sound appealing at all. Oh, of course not. Anyway, well, we'll 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 sure hear from uh, the Supreme Court on this uh, a few years from now. And they'll be able to to rule on what's going on. So if, unless you were under a rock, uh, you know what happened uh, with the Supreme Court. They ruled on a, a LGBT. They ru ruled on student debt and on affirmative action. Uh, these are very divisive topics. Uh, everybody has a different view. We should just be uh, accepting and try to learn from that view rather than get uh, triggered. And, uh, and I'm not talking to the panelists. I'm talking to people that might be listening that get triggered over stuff like this. So just saying, that's why it's out there. That being said, okay, I understand. The one that, that affects me the most is the student loan thing, right? I understand why people are like, oh, no, you know, um, that's not your money. You entered into a, a pact with these people and you should pay it back. Fuck that, all right? Mm -hmm. and, and they made me do this. And they're like, oh, nobody put a gun to your head. They put an economic gun to my head. <laughs> In order for me to live a decent life, right? Well, you could have done it some other way. Yeah, well, good luck trying to do that. Less than 1% of the people pull that off, all right? So uh, if, if, they, if they can send 400 million or billion or however much over to freaking Ukraine at the drop of yes. a freaking dime, yeah. right? If they can send, if they can, they, the, the military budget is unlimited, all right, to drop bombs on your brothers and sisters overseas. They could give me $20,000, right? They give me 20 Gs, right? And that still wouldn't cover it, but I'd be like, hey, thank you. And I, I don't even qualify for 20 Gs. I would have just qualified for 10, you know? And, but I knew this wasn't happening. You know, I knew it wasn't happening, but um, is there a problem with the Supreme Court? <laughs> I don't know. I Listen, this is going to... For one, I'm thinking that this issue, these issues collectively are going to be the catalyst to propel a Democrat into office already. Look at the demographics in this country. Are the rulings, uh, do they necessarily reflect what uh, the overall people of the United States um, are thinking? Or, you know, and and I know there's we are here in this bubble in the alternative media and everybody thinks in the same way. And we assume everybody else does, too. This is not the case. Right. Even though I personally am not for affirmative action, there are tons of people out there that are. And they won't forget this. Right. They won't forget it. And, and I do want to talk about the LGBT uh, aspect of all of this. Don Jeffries, what were you thinking? Well, you know, the student loan thing brings up, uh, it brings out the survival of the richest in me, you know, the book I wrote about that, because uh, what we see, and I can already see John Bassaglone in the in the chat, a little bit, I'm sure my friend Vince Agnelli, uh, lots of people, this is the response is that for some reason they have got, uh, there's an instinct in people, and, and mostly it's people that uh, are not rich themselves, but they resent so much, the student loan thing kind of replaces food stamps, in this way, we talked about this before, where I, I've run into so many people who just will get incensed at like somebody on food stamps having a big screen TV or something, something like that. They're, they're so concerned with that. That's, you know, I, and I don't have that. And they work. And OK, I just say you just look at what you have, how destitute you have to be to qualify for food stamps. But something like this, it's it, yeah, I agree. John, John has a point. Some of the others do that. They they paid off their student loans. And look, under under, under President Jeffries. That came back with a share our wealth plan with Huey Long. I'd settle all this because I would give a, I would give a credit to those who did pay off their student loans. I give you some kind of special credit for being responsible. Same thing with credit cards. People say, "Well, I I don't have any credit card debt." Okay, well, lots of people have to take it on because they don't have enough income to meet expenses. But you could come up with something like that. But the bottom line is, 
average Americans, this is why they get away with the class warfare. This is why, why we have right. the worst, worst wealth disparity in the history of the world. Agreed. Is because people who are doing a little bit better, it's like the lobsters when they're trying to climb out of the tank. They're constantly pulling them back. I mean, it's something instinctive in nature. They don't want anybody to, they consider that a handout, but the same people, and I talked about this many times before, the same people that will be incensed about the student loans, you don't, they're not talking about your local NFL team or whatever, where you just paid, you know, a billion dollars to build them a stadium because somehow they can't afford it. Right. And, you know, and, and I talked about all this in survival of the riches and it's something in human nature. And I run into it all the time, good people, but I worked hard and they compare themselves, but well, you worked hard too compared to the NFL owner. Why aren't you mad at him? Right. Why aren't you mad at that? They just don't do it. The corporate, I mean, I talked in survival of the riches, people don't realize when they talk about entitlements, how many free things these very wealthy people get. I, I've said before that literally, if you, especially if you're a, cele a wealthy celebrity, I, you wouldn't have to pay for anything. You could literally walk around town, walk into restaurants. Everyone would treat you. You wouldn't pay for food. You would pay for drinks. Uh, people like Tom Cruise and people like that are constantly being given cars, Paul McCartney. They're just given cars. Top end cars. So, you know, they're in they're getting really tangible stuff, not food stamps because they have such little income. So that's the lefty in me. You know, that's why people can't figure out what I am. But I, that 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 instinct is still there. And so the students, I can understand. I don't know why they I think, again, and they did it for whatever reason. They're trying to appeal to the education nonsense and try to prop up the system. But uh, yeah, they should, it, you know, because a lot of people with student loans, there's lots of people that are even worse off that have heavy, heavy yeah. credit card debt or uh, yeah. uh, couldn't pay their car note and had their cars, you know, repossessed and all that stuff. Those are the kind of things they had to look at because people are in dire circumstances. That's why I think we need a year of Jubilee. Talked about it many times. And we're still waiting for the first pastor to talk about this. It's a tradition in the Bible for a long time. You talk about everything in the Bible, but that's one thing they avoid. That's one tradition they don't want to bring back. Uh, let's forgive the people of their debts and uh, come up with it. But I, obviously, this, I, I'm completely dreaming saying this, like these people are going to do it. And they didn't even do the student loans. So it's, you know, it's they, it's something in it they don't want. The last guy, that's why I continue to talk about my boy Huey Long. Huey Long is the only politician, I think, in the history of this country that actually did something for people who needed help. He cut costs significantly. In Louisiana, I mean, they, they, every everybody there was paying less for utilities and taxes and everything every month, that, except for the very wealthy, because Huey did that. Not to mention he built up the infrastructure everywhere. He started free healthcare clinics, all kinds of incredible stuff. That was the guy who got things done, who did it. That's why I continue to love him. And that's the difference between populism and progressivism. That's what you have here. You're not going to say there's no, you know, there's little bits and pieces of, but nobody's going to say the kind of stuff I'm saying because they don't. And you can see it's a, it's a losing battle because some of the people, many of the people that would benefit from some kind of redistribution of the wealth are against it right. because they, they think that, you know, I, I, I worked hard, but you have nothing. Yeah. You worked hard, you dumbass, and you have nothing. So yeah. <laughs> what, what do you have? I, I've told people, what do you think somebody could take from you? I mean, you know, 70 some percent, if you don't have a thousand dollars in the bank, what, what do you think could be taken from you? We're to, Huey Long's proposal, the first million dollars of income that was in the 1930s. That's like 12 million today. We're exempt from taxation. So you know who he was going after. That's why that's my boy, because he was going after the absolute top tier of the one percent. And uh, that's where we need to shoot for and stop squabbling and worrying about, you know, with your neighbors. As far as I'm concerned, I, I had no student loan debt, obviously, because I was a community college dropout. But even if I didn't, you know, I, I any debt that's forgiven, I think, is, is a good thing if you're helping American citizens. Of course. It, it absolutely Remind is. everybody how Huey died, uh, Don, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is a whole section divided, uh, devoted to him in Survival of the Richest. Uh, he was assassinated, probably the only pol political figure ever to go to the floor of the Senate and say the government was plotting to assassinate him. And then a month later, he was assassinated. So uh, pretty good, pr pretty very prophetic, Huey. But yeah, they, they assassinated him. I got a lot of the details about the assassination in the book. But uh, yeah, I think uh, he was, Roosevelt considered him the second da most dangerous man or one of the two most dangerous men in the country or something. And uh, I think it's pretty obvious that he was, he was uh, probably the most prominent member of FDR's significant body count. 
Yeah, my favorite speech. Yeah, get the get the Rockefellers and, yes, and right. bring all back here. Bring, bring all back here. All that grub you took off this table. Come put it back. That's right. Take what you need. Give the rest to the rest of the people. That's right. And it's true. And I mean, yeah. and, and and I get it. I get where people say, "Oh, I paid off my loans." They they're proud of being able to accomplish. Good for you. Good for you. And I'm going. I've paid off four years of my loan already, and then I got a master's degree that I got to pay off. Okay. Um, but, and I'm probably going to pay that off too, but look at the way things are and what's going on and who's getting free money left and right. And no money's free. Well, you're paying for those wars. How about you pay for the well-being of your people here? And they, then they can reinvest into this economy that better helps you. Absolutely. And you're right. Do that. And, and, and yeah. Billy, I, I would say that if, if you if they wanted to devote some of their billions that are given to Ukraine to pay off Ukrainian student loans, <laughs> there wouldn't be a people protest. Yeah, no, no, that'd be, oh, that's, we that's have cool, to help yeah. out the Ukrainians. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have to got- pay their loans. We <laughs> have they have to get better educated <laughs> so they can understand what NATO is and become part of us. Yeah. Josh, Corp, what's up? <laughs> what's going on but it's really one of those things it seems to me like we're they still just got you fighting over table scraps yes and so it's like mm-hmm. yeah here you guys fight over oh you got some money you didn't get any money you still y'all have to still struggle and y'all still owe us no matter what we give you right. but you do that we're still gonna play with the billions and the trillions of dollars over here and we'll just make deals with the chinese under the table and it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah Make sure you argue over this shit. I mean, it's not like we own the debt ourselves, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Yeah. And are we paying off debt? Are we ignoring debt? Are we discharging the debt so it actually disappears? Or are we just going to keep selling that debt as a negotiable instrument like we do with all the debt? And we're just telling, oh, yeah, no, you don't owe it anymore. It didn't really pay it off. You just you don't owe this debt anymore, and right. we'll just continue to use this debt as a negotiable instrument, like we do with trillions of dollars of the rest of the debt. Dang. And that's just the way it's going to be. They'll still get rolled in with the rest of the economy. Only you don't owe it anymore, right? But absolutely, maybe, maybe it will get discharged as only debt can become, and it just completely disappears so that it's written off the books. Maybe that's what will happen. Maybe they'll give us more rights and maybe they'll take away the debt and their power, but maybe not. No, maybe not. You know, what's up? What's up? Well, how you doing? What's going on over there? I mean, what else can you say? You know, I mean, where did the money come from? They lent you in the first place. Right. Did you have a bank account? You right. Know, all that interest. And in, I mean, it's all a big scheme and there's really no, I mean, what we're so mired in it at this point, you know, break the pad. You know, total reset, like our reset, not theirs. The one they got planned is just fucking us up. But our reset, that might be the one that could do something with this. Other than that, as Josh said, we're just treading in the same little tar pit they have us stuck in, you know? Absolutely. 100%. Couldn't agree more. What's up, Chris? I feel about the same way about the Supreme Court that I do about the electoral college, diplomatic immunity, executive privilege, presidential pardons to an extent. It it should be done away with. It shouldn't be a thing. We shouldn't have a Supreme Court of the land appointed by puppets that I don't think we actually elect. Right. Yeah. So that's, it's a moot to me because they're making decisions. and, and, And why are they in there for life? That's some Empire Strikes Back stuff. That's not a democratic or yeah, that's not American in my opinion. So what they say, I don't know. I think they're all corrupt, obviously. I mean, I think it has to be done away with and, you know, a reset. Well, odds are they're not going to do away with it. They're going to pack it, right? They're going right. <laughs> to they're gonna get more. That's how they continue to uh, right. to rule. Yeah. More Supreme Court justices to balance it out, man. This right. is. Tell you, man, Biden's gonna run on this shit. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, right, Don, let's move on to the next one. Uh, What was the next one? Uh, Affirmative action. Give me your thoughts. Well, again, it's the same. We shouldn't, you know, affirmative action. Again, if they want to, I'm a populist, so if they 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 needed a different type of affirmative action a long time ago. I mean, the idea originally was to give people um, a step up who had been denied opportunities. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that may have worked in the beginning. That, that made, made sense. 
it's long outlived any usefulness because there has not been any discrimination on the basis of race in, by institutions in decades. There are tons of civil rights laws on that side, but there is still uh, discrimination uh, on the basis of class all yeah. the time. So right. if you want to, if I, I would be in favor of affirmative action, if it's, you know, we need to have, let's have some more, you know, people in the upper tiers of every corporate of corporate America that, that, that came from the ghetto or the trailer parks, you know, they came, they, let's have, cause that's diversity. Let's have diversity of background, but it's not just to come up with uh, I wrote about in survival of the Rich. I think it was P Diddy's son, right? Was he's, he's like a billionaire or something. Yeah. And his son got a free scholarship to college or something. It's it's and they were it's that kind of stuff. I mean that's that's ridiculous. And I think it was couched because he was black. They had a certain number of scholarships, but his father's a billionaire. How yeah. you he needs a step up? Why the hell is he going to college? If my father was a billionaire, the last thing I'd be doing was wasting four years of college. Agreed. I'd expect him. Hey, make me a vice president or something, Dad. Well, he's a vice president in charge of looking out the window. So give me a, give me my own record label or something, but um, you know these things. Nobody looks at it like that, and so what happens is that affirmative action becomes something where if if Oprah had any children, it could help them, or you know, but but it couldn't help uh, you know the poorest people in America, which happen to be overwhelmingly white in Appalachia, couldn't help them because they they're, they you know they 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 don't qualify as a special category shouldn't be how what race you are gender or anything like that and and you know this is going to be eventually extended to transgenders but even if the supreme court strikes it down or whatever i think it's ingrained i think i think that they just do this stuff without saying it's affirmative action without I saying it's yeah so i don't think it's going to change anything but oh, I, I would like to see because it's survival of the riches i had a whole section uh, that you can read on my blog, a blog where I, I uh, deleted a chapter that they didn't include the book where I talked about the backgrounds of prominent people and all of them. I mean, I, I couldn't find any. They say Jim Carrey lived in a car for a while. Or maybe he did. I don't know. But uh, but I mean, there's, they're, they're very rare. And I'm talking even about the vast majority of the good looking females, which you think got their way with the casting couch. I guess they did still but they still came from upper class backgrounds, all of them. I mean, there's tons and tons of people in Hollywood and corporate America who's, uh, who are uh, from their Mayflower descendants. These are the elite and they've been for a long time. There's very little upward mobility in America. So that's where we need help. I would support that kind of affirmative action, but not the affirmative action that they have now because it's, it's a joke and it just causes more division. And it's okay. not, for the most part, it's not giving people opportunities that are being denied opportunities. Yeah, I, I think at this day and age, it's counterproductive. Yeah. Um, I think at, at one point there was a, a, a need for it. Uh, but now, you know, it's like, oh, you got the job. This is black guy got the job. It's probably because of affirmative action, you know, whether yeah. <laughs> whether whether he merited it or not. or she Yes. Did. Yes. Right. And, and um, you know, I, I think it should be merit based, you know, uh, things like this. Like and and I it, the. I want to say that we've moved past this largely. Um, a lot of people will say that I'm wrong about that. And maybe I am. I don't know. But I want to say that that most people don't care about that sort of thing. It's just like, who can who can do the best job? You know, who's going to be able to service me in, in this area best? You know, not necessarily I'm going to hire you because you're my cousin or I'm going to hire you because you're Latino, just like me. You know, Um I, I don't know. I'd like to think maybe this is naive of me to say, but that's what I I, I think we're past this. I, I, I really do. Um, there's a lot of there. There's it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray areas here. I understand that. But um, ultimately, I think we should give it a shot. And like John's, I mean, like, like, like Don said, um, I think it's ingrained. I think nothing changes. You know, it, it's so what what they said. I think these uh, a lot of these colleges are still going to um push as part of their recruitment diversity right and and say we have a melting pot of people in here and a lot of the, the younger generations want that you know this is what they want this is what they've come up with you know like uh, america has changed you know and and uh, that's just the reality people need to come to terms with and i don't even think it's well some of it is positive some of it is negative depending on where you stand all right josh what's up well the youth want the diversity because that's what they see on tv right and that's pretty much what we boil most everything down to. So, well, that's what they've been indoctrinated and brainwashed with, with the idiot box. Right. Well, that, so they, now they expect to see it in the real world when they go outside their front door. Well, yeah. Why doesn't this look like what I see on the idiot box? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I, I think affirmative action was one of those dangerous pendulums that once you start swinging, it's just going to have to eventually start to swing back the other way. And then it's going to create a whole new set of problems. Then pretty soon it's swing back the other way and it's swinging too far. It's overcorrecting. And then who knows where in the hell we are. But at the All bottom right. line, we're still just fighting over the table scraps. Yay. It was wrong from the beginning. Wrong, wrong, mister. You need 40 hours a week, every fucking week until you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me first, me first, me first. No, no. <laughs> Why does he get to do it? I wanted to do it first. <laughs> the whole point of this just sort of boggles my mind, but I get the idea. You, and I resent the fact that it needed to be introduced in the first place, but it did. It probably should have had that sunset written into it where we're going to use this for the first decade. And after a decade, we're going to make sure we have shit at least on track to being corrected. Right. And after that, we're done with it. Right, right, right. No, right. valid points. All right. Well, what's up, man? When selections coming up? <laughs> <laughs> Vote harder. You know, I mean, that's again the, the idiot box has them condensed. You can fix it. Just vote for this side. Oh no, wait, this side on the swing and the flow, and it's just yeah, a mad treadmill. Uh, it, and it gets disheartening when you're looking at it, you know, as we do from a different perspective when you see it just so blatant in their faces and we're all like above it, but we're not, we're just as mired in the crap. We grew up with the same programming. I fight it myself daily, you know, mm. but when you're born, as I saw, I think it was Jason there talking about when you're born into debt, when you're the corporation, when mom and dad signed that little piece of paper, it's, you know, again, I think Chris has a hard Hard reset, you know, what else? What else is there? Uh, and and who's going to do it now? We're all getting old and decrepit. I know I sure freaking am, you know, and this new generation, oh, uh, no, guns. Oh, 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 oh. And uh, who's who's going to reset it? I, I don't know at this point. I really don't. So I, I don't know either. If it wasn't for you guys, like the panel here and in the chat, it, it would be like, what's the point of getting up anymore that it's this group of people that keeps me going you know that knowing there are some people that might figure this out damn it oh uh, maybe sure as i ain't gonna be me what's up chris graves how you doing well i don't know if anyone remembers this because of uh how we're bombarded with all kinds of uh distractions and tragedies and everything else but i thought it was alarming that more people weren't speaking up when biden was appointing his cabinet and it didn't it just seemed like he was going off of uh affirmative action rather than people that were qualified for the positions yeah. it felt like felt like and that's that's the presidency you know what i mean so it doesn't get bigger than that so and i remember biden i can't quote anything right now from memory but i just remember him openly saying that yeah it was because this person was a woman or this person was an asian yeah. person or something it wasn't the qualifications that they brought with them for the job that they were being appointed to it was it seemed like it was their gender or their race or or whatever you know yeah. and no one was speaking out against that and it just that was pretty alarming I, I mean, he was appealing he was appealing to the masses yeah, figured yeah. it out right or whomever was behind them figured it out I, this is what you need to do because nobody cares about anything else so say you're gonna hire a woman to be vice president yeah, yeah. hey as long long the transgender Joe sniff test or the transgender people right and i yeah. think some of them got removed actually we didn't one steal luggage and things like that like that yes yeah but that but they don't at the same time they're wanting these different this was not a different look they want more non-white people and now they want more transgenders that's what they want Okay, this is what they're pushing. But as long as they say the right stuff, like they're not going to hire my friend Cynthia McKinney, I guarantee you, ever, the black, strong black woman, no way, because she's going to be saying stuff they don't want to hear. They're not going to even hire Tulsi Gabbard because they, they want people that are that are uh, pro-war, that are pro, uh, pro the rig system, that are uh, pro-hate speech, you know, banning hate, that kind of Orwellian stuff. As long as they say that that that's what they're looking for, they're not looking they're not looking for a diversity of thought at all. Because at the same time, they're promoting people on the basis of let's be different, everybody's different. They don't feel that way about opinions. Yeah, you can't have a different opinion, or I'll cancel you, I'll fire you, and that's why that uh, that uh, Michigan just passed that hate uh, hate speech law. Or and also at the same time, I think it was in, I think it was in Michigan too, where two educators were fired. 
because no, it was, I think it was a, a television station, a local television station. And the news director just told their people to cover both sides of the transgender rally. Yeah. They were fired. They don't want differing opinions. They want different people, but different in this context doesn't mean how many Eskimos are being hired. Where are the American Indians or the Native Americans? Are anybody demanding to hire them and get them off their reservations? It's black people for the most part, and now transgenders. And that's all it is. And I don't know. So call it what it is. You don't want you don't want diversity at all. How many how many people from Middle Eastern countries, Arabic or Indians, how many of them are do you see on your local news? It's the same thing. They're just promoting one particular how many Hispanics are the largest minority group in America. You wouldn't know it from watching television. And how many anchors do you see sports guys, uh, weather people on your news stations that are Hispanic? I don't see very many. So again, they're propping up one particular group and I'm sorry, you know, but it is what it is. And they, they want the same kind. And that's because that group has been conditioned to complain and they can keep up the divide and conquer thing because even as they succeed and they're promoted to positions, as Billy Ray said, we all end up thinking that none of them are qualified because well, it's just another affirmative action. Hour. So the ones that actually are qualified, unfortunately get, you know, tarred with the same brush, but the, the, the same time, they, they have this nonsense, this dog and pony show going where, but they're still complaining incessantly. So Oprah, a billionaire, could still claim that she's been a victim of race and P, racism. P. Diddy could. Now just imagine, what could they have done? Anti-beef if, Oprah, you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much could they have accomplished? I mean, Oprah's been in the entertainment industry, been overweight most of the time, uh, has no entertainment ability she can't sing or act or dance and yet she's become a billionaire entertainer she said that she said everyone was on the dirt road like nobody else (laughs) everyone was going to have aids by 1992 yes yes she's been a fantastic prophet too but so i mean what could she have accomplished if it wasn't a racism if it wasn't a white supremacist system holding her back it's, it's crazy when you say that anybody with the brain turns off any kind of uh, comments from black people about racism because they see the ridiculous examples like that. So the whole thing is a mess, but I, I, I would like to see if we are, we are a diverse country now, but it's not much diversity. It's, it's just one particular group. Let's start seeing all these, how many Asians, again, how many of them are from, as you mentioned, the affirmative action, thing, it's keeping them out of Harvard and Yale because they tend to do better on tests than anybody else. So why should they be held back? Yeah, man, yeah, man. It's not fair. Yeah, that's a thing. You know, that, that that is a thing for real. Um, we're running short on time and I want to get to Sorry, everything. Yeah. Uh, but but I do want to say, Don, here on America Unplugged, you know, we're very progressive. We like to move forward. We like to change things. We like to be trendsetters. We have our first Latin American anchor right here. Billy Ray. Well, there, you go, there you go. There you right. go. Right. <laughs> that's right. Idea. You know, <laughs> so so check this. All right, um, and and you touched a little bit on that on what you wanted to touch on, right, uh, Don? Uh, that you wrote on for your Substack. The uh, uh, was was it Michigan? That yeah, the Michigan day? hate speech. Right, right. you, you, you yeah, touched yeah. on it a little bit. Do you want to elaborate on that before we move forward? Well, again, it's just it's just that's very troubling because it's going to be the right. first of many. You're going to see more and more of that, and certainly right. in states like that. So you'll see it in California and places like that where. They, they're entrenching this hate speech. And again, nobody is fighting it. I've been fighting it since the very beginning. I've, I've called it what it is. It's it's a thought crime. It's not hate. There's no such thing as hate speech. It's Orwellian. Call it thought crime and put the put the onus on them. You're, you know, you're trying to you know legalize something from the pages of 1984, which you, you had all these students read in high school. And obviously, we learned nothing from it because now you're trying to legislate it. And uh, so it should be what is it's absolutely ridiculous. Hate is a human emotion. We all hate some things. Right. So why so all, but some hate is more equal than others. Again, to quote Orwell, this very disturbing. And to think that especially something as stupid as now it's got to the point where you could, you could refuse to recognize some, some mentally disturbed person that wants to be called they, that thinks they're a plural. If you, if you don't get, use the right pronouns, you could now be served five years in prison. Apparently, According to this, and millions of Americans, are, I guess, are okay with it. I, you know, I just, it's, it's very frustrating. The beautiful, the beautiful and talented Rhonda Tate is in the chat, and she says uh, cool. Tulsi Gabbard is or worked in psyops, and uh, yes. yes, that is true. And yes. um, 
She, I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I think she's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. She was. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Keep in mind, so you you gotta be, you know, you gotta be careful with with with. These but she's people. still not getting. She's not gonna get appointed to any Biden administration. <laughs> no Democratic administration is gonna appoint her anyhow. Let's yeah, see. She's Rhonda's right. Let's see yeah. what goes down. She could be the Secretary of Transportation next next time around. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um, but yeah, she did mention that we're gonna get to everybody in the chat. Over on Rockfin and on YouTube. Thank you for hanging out. I do like pizza. Pizza is the dopest. Right now, I'm only eating cauliflower pizza at times, but cornmeal pizza, fantastic. All right. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Let's do let's do uh, RFK, Don. What do you want to say? And then we'll go to the panel. I'm very interested in hearing what the rest of you got to say about RFK. I, I, I know RFK Jr., I know uh, what Don, how Don feels about this, even though he fluctuates because he, you know, whenever uh, RFK says something stupid, he calls him out on it. But anyway, what did you want to say now, Don? Well, again, I and I, I wrote about it. Like it's getting a lot of attention on uh, RFK Jr. and the enduring Kennedy legacy on Substack. And if you're not following me, Substack, please. Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. Called I protest just like my show. It's the only place I'm not being shadow banned. But uh, I, I I told the NDP I'm being criticized some. Some positive comments too, but. Uh, I, I look. I admit it, man. I, I I became politically awake when Bobby Kennedy was running for president as a little kid. That's when I first discovered the political process. I cried when he was shot, you know. And there's there's an emotional attachment there. And I see the guy with his name that looks like him and is saying a lot of good things. Yes, I'm aware. I'm aware he says some bad things too. And I don't think he's you know any kind of agree. He may be completely phony, and he ha- probably has no chance of winning. Obviously, but it's sucking me in. You know, it's a trend. I said, as I told Billy, even before he took off his shirt, I'm being sucked in. <laughs> you know, they're getting to me. So uh, yeah. he's he's saying enough good. And certainly, again, like with Trump, it's the same kind of thing. The response to him is, you know, Trump had the, uh, the best thing he had always was his enemies. He had all the right enemies. Well, Bobby Kennedy is getting about a lot of the right enemies, too. The, the media is raking him over the coals or treating him like nobody else. And again, maybe that's all part of the PSYOP. One of, one of the people on my Substack I said, you should call it uh, RFK Junior Stein. So I, I but I, I don't think, I really don't think so because I think he's coming from a legacy. And I, I said, the Kennedys, I, I don't apologize for it because the, the, the Kennedy body count isn't like all the other body counts going back to FDR and OBJ and Clinton body count, Bush body count, Obama body count. They all have body counts. Trump doesn't seem to, by the way, but uh, they all, they all have a body count. And it consists of people who threatened them, who in some kind of way could have damaged them and were in the way. The Kennedy body count consists of Kennedys. You know, that that's what makes it different. So uh, I continue to be intrigued by this family. And I admit, you know, maybe I'm maybe I've watched too many Frank Capra movies, too. You know, I, I, that's a bit of hopium that's still in me. But uh, at any rate, they've got me sucked in enough to where I'm watching his interviews and everything. So. Uh, Kat Goya says that uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Gabbard said that she's n- not a part of the WTF and that she did not work for the Council on Foreign Relations. But uh, they keep putting her picture there for whatever reason. Um, Got to look at that, right? I'd, I'd be pissed off if, if they kept putting my picture up at the Council on Foreign Relations. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Take that down. All right, Josh, what's up? RFK Jr., what do you think? Are you going to vote for the guy, man? You know what? I, I think it's a lot like listening to the high school cricket scores. Good lord. (laughs) It's like from places I don't know, from people I don't understand, from little kids who have thought process I have nothing to do with. It's and about a subject which I'm not particularly interested. I mean, it's really I I hear it. I listen to a lot of conservative talk radio on my drive to and from work. So these are not things I'm necessarily unfamiliar with. Mm -hmm. But when the honest answer is it's like listening to High school cricket scores. I just don't really care about the overall stats of the high school cricket players and things like that. It's beyond me. I'm into high school cricket for some reason. So I know all about <laughs> it. Like, all right. and, and, and the thing that gets me about, about uh, RFK, I'm going to throw it to the rest of the people, but I do want your thoughts on this, Don. Like, the thing that gets me about him is that I think his, his, his supporter base comes from the alternative right. Yeah. And lot. he's a Democrat. So how do you expect this guy to win the nomination? I mean, and there's yeah. some type of delusion going on in the alternative media that this guy actually stands a chance in hell. Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, he doesn't stand a chance. And, th- and now the newest rumor is that Donald Trump is going to take him as his running mate. 
which will only <laughs> seal the deal that they don't get in office, okay? That, that's all yeah. that will do. Um, but anyway, all right. Uh, Walt, I know that you are very similar, and it is like high school cricket scores. It's beyond high school cricket for me. <laughs> Truly, I, you know, I grew up in an era of the assassination. I watched things as like four and five years old about Kennedy's assassination. So that was kind of my toe into the water, if you will, of what's going on around me. There's, you know, things are being hidden. There's more going on. And I was young. So that helped me know, don't trust any of these people. And so from that point, I really checked out. And I think my last toe in the water was probably the 2000, you know, Florida joke that occurred. Anyway, uh, so I was like, yeah, okay, I tried. This is not a game. I know the rules enough to play well. I'm going to just let you guys enjoy it because at the end of it all, they're going to do whatever they want to do. You know, right. as we see it, it's all at the pendulum and the red and the blue and the good and the bad and the dichotomy. We have to have the dichotomy or what drives the ratings and why would they turn on the idiot box in the first place? There's not a drama to be had. So yeah, I'm definitely looking at cricket scores before this. It would seem. And it's still not the main course dinner. You're still fighting over table scraps. Well, I mean, we're always fighting. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's the biggest realization, right? That we're always fighting over table scraps. They're not even giving them to us. They just happen to fall off the table. Yep. Now, we'll give it this. I double check to make sure of the very few politicians I follow on Twitter. He is one. RFK is one of the ones I do. I was double checking before I lied and said that aloud. But yeah, we're. I'm still. I just don't go there enough anymore. Once we kind of met each other, Josh and I and the rest of the Iron Realm team there on Twitter and saw the amount of censorship and trolling and just paid trolling. It was just like, why are we here? This is not getting anything done. And we moved on and created our own thing, you know, like you guys have done here. So I don't play the game enough to know it anymore like the details. I know I see it as Josh does. I don't listen to the same shows, but it comes through on my feed and I'll click in and say, okay, let me see what these People are doing so at least I know when it's coming my way, you know. You gotta keep your eye and that's on that's about it. all you can do is just try to stay ahead of it. You gotta keep your eye on it because it's gonna come for you whether you subscribe to it or not, right? Whether you think it's real or not, it's going to affect your life in one way or another. Chris Graves, what's up? Well, I have to be careful because uh I I could be just as uh pulled in like the MAGA people were with Trump with the conspiracy theory rhetoric and, uh, you know, the Clinton body count and Vince Foster uh, remarks and things like that to get, a, you know, 9-11 truth and everything. And then Trump didn't do anything. So I have to be careful on the other side in case someone is behind RFK Jr. Right. Um, I have to watch, my, you know, I had I had to reevaluate, you know, he's not his father he's not his uncle he's a human being as far as we know i know, the, <laughs> I know all this reptilian stuff mm -hmm. is out there, so you never know i'm not calling bobby jr that but i have to be careful and you know what i think that could we do any worse in terms of candidates at least the guy's talking about the JFK assassination and not not just on Tucker Carlson and things like that. He's talking about his father's assassination. I'm hoping he starts talking about his cousin's assassination yeah, at yes. some point. Uh, the other thing is if he if he is able to cause as many headaches to all these elite jerks, then power to them, you know. Yes. I think if he does make it in the White House, that'll be like the shock that people had when Trump made it to the White House, because we all think that he's probably going to be taken out way before that happens. And if he ends up getting in there, that will be a big shock, like with Trump. So I have to be careful because that's like the other side. He's not his father. He's not his uncle. He's his own man. And you know what? He was shedding light on Fauci and vaccines and all this other stuff during COVID and everything. So power to him for that. His family has shunned him and he still continued. Whether or not that's manufactured, I don't know because that's the conspiracy world we're in, I guess. But we can't do any worse than Bobby Jr., to be yeah. honest, you know. So that's my thoughts on it. You know? Well, there you have it, sir. Everybody gave your thoughts. Thank you so much, Mr. Chris Graves. All right.
We're getting up out of here, right? Uh, but uh, I, I do want to know what everybody's doing for the fourth. And I know that no one's eating, uh, you know, fake cow meat, you know, not, at least not knowingly. So Nickelode- uh, Nickelodeon slime. Yeah. So <laughs> please tell me about that. I want to know that. And I, I also want to know Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. Who do you think would win in a shoot fight <laughs> in a cave over at the UFC? I know I would watch it for, for sure. And I would call up Josh and be like, stop watching the cricket. Do this together. We can watch it on on Zoom and 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 have a good old time. Definitely, I would watch this. All right, Don Jeffries, what are you doing, and who wins? What's up? Uh, I I think I'd have to pick Elon there. (laughs) But uh, it'd be interesting, though. It'd be entertaining. Um, But uh, yeah, I I I don't. uh, We'll be having a. I'll probably just have a little cookout for the few people uh, in my family that uh, will still tolerate me that haven't canceled me. So, well, we're doing that. No, I'll. I'll think of the founders and the, the, the dead white racists who've been demonized, except for Alexander Hamilton, who's a cool black guy on Broadway because the bankers <laughs> loved him. But I'll be thinking about the rest of them, Thomas Jefferson and the rest. And not that many people will in this crumbling country. No, most people don't know who they are. Right. And if, <laughs> if, if, uh, if they do know who they are, it's because of uh, Hamilton. Right. Uh, Josh Corey, what are you going to do? I mean, I know you don't celebrate anything more, more or less, but I, Whoa! <laughs> You're like every time. Are you gonna do it? Nope. I ain't no. Josh over there doesn't celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? Well, in honor of pets and vets and my elderly neighbors, instead of fireworks this year, I've decided to get a f- big fat stack of one dollar bills and just run around my front yard, lighting one dollar bills on fire and waving them around. <laughs> I figure it's you know the same concept. We get the fire, we get the flames. I'm wasting just as much money, and right. it's <laughs> the pets aren't bothered. So I figure, why the hell not? Very nice. As far as Elon Musk, and, uh, oh, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. 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 I will say, as as far as uber rich people, it doesn't seem to be the season of submissions. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay, <laughs> what's up, Walt Johnson? What? How do you follow that one? I, I mean, my that. God, I'm go- I'm doing a burger, and the boar got my boat. He's already <laughs> been training in the Kyle McGraw or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> He'll do it. So what? What, what, what do you? What, what do you? Who do you? Who are you picking? And what do you think? Who? What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, Zuckerberg. Court? That's what I'm saying. He's training, right. man. I've seen him like downloading stuff on the air, like live. <laughs> I watched it happen as he processed it. So he's ready. He's got the latest update. He's he's good to go. He put in the Morpheus uh, chip, and he's good to go. Learn it all. He's good to go. All right, Chris Graves. What are you doing on the fourth, buddy? Oh, probably watching the Jaws Marathon. That's right. And, you said that at the top of the hour, right? And later on tonight, I'm going to be with Mr. Tom Cooper and a cult priestess Ooh. on conspiring with Mr. Cooper at 8 p.m. And uh, I, I'm voting for uh, Tom from MySpace. Right. Yeah. Underrated, underrated fighter. He was knocking out people in the early 2000s, left and right, and Locker. then people forgot about him. Yeah. He, I'd love to see him. Uh, you know. Uh, Put in a mix here, and uh, he's a Vatican assassin. I heard. I believe. Look at his face. Uh, you yeah. can tell off the bat. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. I don't know what I'll be doing on uh, July Fourth, but I know what I'm going to be doing on September 9th, and I want you to join me. September 9th, Free World NYC here in New York City. Charlie Robinson, Don Jeffries, Tony Arterburn, Richard Gage, Wayne McCroy, Guard Goldsmith, and John Brissom. Uh, we'll all be presenting. Uh, more people are going to come unannounced. Uh, and we want you to be there. We want you to be there with us. Tickets are fairly affordable. We're going to drop a link to the... Oh, shit, I should have done that, right? We're going to drop... <laughs> We're going to put a link in the description of the podcast uh, if, if you guys subscribe to the podcast. and uh, But if you... You know, I should drop one here, but I don't have one readily available. Eventbrite.com. You go to eventbrite.com and just put in Free World NYC. It is the first thing to come up. It is a, a, a white logo with a black uh, background of the New York City skyline. Click on it. Get a ticket. Come join us on, on September 9th. Um, the infinitefringe.podbeam.com and the Infinite Fringe over on uh, Apple Podcast. Also, my guy Josh and Walt. Tell the people where they can find you guys. Come on. 
You can find us on Truth Frequency Radio again, Tuesday and Friday mornings, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Central. We've been doing that over there. It's going on seven years, I think. And then we've been live on YouTube for about eight or nine years doing our Friday night shows. We call it Have No Sphere every Friday. We kick it up about 5.30 p.m. (laughs) Central. Tell them a little bit. Tell them a little bit about it. I know. I know everybody's wondering why it says flat Earth head on Walt's. Uh... <laughs> tell them a little bit. You tell them about it, Walt. Look, I had some questions that came my way in 2014, 15. Lord, it's been that long. My God, we're old into this. And uh, you know, being the person who always has to have the answer for myself, I went out to the beach and I did some videos and. The only place I could see to find to put them was YouTube. So I put them up on my little Flat Earth Head channel there and got some really snide comments. And so I went out and made some more videos and kept seeing way, way further than they told me I was going to see. And started looking into some other people's experiments and getting to know a huge community of amazing folks who were actually asking the same questions that you guys are asking just about some different things that we were all told that doesn't add up and so when those answers don't add up you have to kind of go find your own have we found any not a damn one but we've got a lot more questions so i mean there's a plus right oh man i love these guys man go check them out make sure you go do that don jeffries Tell the people where they can find you about your new books and everything you got going on. Uh, Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. Again, please subscribe to me at Substack. It's the only place I'm not being uh, shadow banned. My new book, Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the World. It's off to a good start. Uh, Many of you have told me you bought it, bought extra copies. I really appreciate all that. Um, If you have, please go to Amazon and and, and rate it. You don't even necessarily have to review it. It needs numbers. So uh, that's, that's, you know, most people are followers. They say, they look at those numbers there. So uh, let's let's try to get the word out there. But I, I appreciate everyone who uh, has uh, bought it and supported it. Fantastic. Chris, I know you, you plugged a little bit of your stuff, but go ahead. Finish up. Well, we got a, a pair of truth here coming out uh, the year 1947 with uh, Tony, myself, and Mr. Anderson. And I'm not sure when that's going to be released, probably in the next few days. And I'm going to be getting back to get mad with Chris Graves next week. I'm doing a Boston bombing thing on hmm. Monday at 6 p.m. and uh that's on ochelli.com and i have a whole bunch of actors i'm supposed to be uh interviewing soon on digging chris Graves, which is on the all the new prisoner platforms over on rumble and odyssey and all that and i'm at chris c graves mass guy at twitter and that's about it thank you for having me fantastic mr chuck ochelli came on the infinite fringe and absolutely tore it up uh, not not for the sensitive uh, people out there. Just just putting it out there. I'm about to publish that episode, and it was something else. All right, we're getting up out of here. No theme music. You want to hum it? Done. We can hum it. We can do that. Thank you guys so much for having us. Truly, guys, it was great. We it was great meeting you guys. Yeah, that that went yeah, south really quickly. Yeah, so. I was gonna say, are we gonna do the Campbell? The uh... <laughs> Everybody have a happy fourth. Everyone, everybody on Rockfin, everybody on YouTube, we appreciate the hell out of you. We're not going to shout you out by name. I know I said I would. My bad. Got you next week, though, okay? Everybody have a happy and safe one. We're getting up out of here. Take it easy. Now, don't burn the place down while we're gone, especially this weekend with those fireworks, all right? Light light them outside. (laughs) Not inside the house, please. Come on. Get it together. Take it easy now. Bye-bye. Boom.